Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Creator Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight right here on Fightful. I, as always, am Steven Jensen here with Jeremy Lambert. And today our guest is an independent professional wrestler. He is heavily involved on screen and off screen with New South Pro Wrestling. He's all over the place. He's a locksmith. And he also recently took on Blake Christian for the GCW title. Brandon Williams joining the show today. Brandon, thanks for joining. How are you doing, man? Good. What's up, everybody? Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Join us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, starting off kind of right on that note, big weekend this weekend for uh, for you and for New South and for just independent wrestling as a whole. Um, we had a lot of uh, we had three GCW shows and uh, heavy, uh, you know, New South involvement. You had a big match against Blake Christian on the GCW versus New South two show. Um, how was that experience? Because uh, I know I've seen you tweeting like you 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 like the vibe of GCW. So what was the overall experience in that match with Blake like? uh the match with blake was great man that dude is uh definitely an athlete um <laughs> he's a young gun he can go super quick like uh i've seen his videos but like wrestling him i've seen him in person too but like in the ring just like quick movements it's unbelievable but uh it was a good match good match i thought it was a really good match and you know the ending looked pretty looked pretty painful i rewatched it a few times um so, so uh he caught you with the uh, the double stomp to the to kind of the the we'll call it the, the upper body slash maybe face yeah. and then uh and then the curb stomp uh I, it's rare that you see someone take the curb stomp to the front of the face um which you took brandon so that that was, that was especially brutal yeah i got a little bruise on the side of my face i know you can't see it but yeah it definitely clipped me in the face there uh yeah thankfully i didn't get knocked out or anything but it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I actually wanted to ask you about that because you know, obviously Blake Christian, one of the best, you know, in-ring workers out there, in my opinion. And uh and a guy who you know can do it all. You know, he's he's flying all over the place, but he's technical. He and yeah. he's really slowed his style down recently, but he's kind of like ramped it back up since winning the GCW title. And but that finisher, I think it's just so brutal because with the way that like Seth Rollins, for instance, would hit a curb stomp, it's like very clean. The way that Blake Christian does it, he like he like bases off of his opponent and then comes down almost with like a missile drop kick to the head. Um, so yeah, being on the opposite end of that, I was just kind of you know, I, I just, so that was, was just interesting to me, I guess, at the end of the day. So yeah, it, it was definitely an experience. But uh, I've been in the ring with some some heavy hitters before, so I'm kind of used to that. <laughs> You were you're part of the the GCW Mastermind event yeah. as well, and the the Team New South against Team GCW, and Brogan Fenley kind of sided with you guys there, turned his back on yeah. GCW. You know, t- talk talk to us about that match, and then the the ending there with Brogan. You know, uh, joining up with New South there. Yeah, I mean the the whole experience at the VBC is awesome. Like I saw my first wrestling show WCW, some house show back in the day at the same place. So like coming to do a wrestling show there and actually getting a wrestle there is like, it's off the chart, but uh, a lot of fans show up. Um, GCW doesn't come down with them much. Obviously this is their second time in the state. 
Um, but a lot of people show up. They're a hot crowd. Uh, Huntsville's a good wrestling crowd, historically. And uh, But yeah, that match, uh, eight-man tag with me, CMD, Donnie Primetime, and Braden Toon, which is his first time there. Good guy. Um, against Starboard Charlie, Brogan, uh, Manders, and... Jack, Jack Hartwell. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, super athletes on that side, GCW, man. Like... Jack Cartwheel's the man, super nice guy, uh, super athletic. But uh, yeah, at the end there, uh, Brogan had to do the turn on him, man. You know, he had to stay loyal to the New South Roots. He knew where he was coming the next night. So, you know, smart. Yeah. I'm going to say, I, I, I'm not going to say that I saw it coming, but like Brogan didn't quite fit in on the GCW team when you know his history in the Southeast. Like he's, yeah. you know, when I think of him, I think of New South action wrestling, like, like kind of this, this area, the Southeast, I'm, I'm based out of Atlanta. So I see a lot of y'all coming through. I go, I go to shows in Nashville. I used to live there for a long time. It was all Chattanooga. So, oh, sure. um, so yeah, I see you guys all the time. And so like when I saw Brogan turn, I was like, it's the same kind of thing with like Bobby Flacco. I'm like, how loyal is he to GCW in comparison to like these dudes? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but uh, how, how is it, you know, being, uh, for those of you who may not know, Brandon Williams, along with Dump Sanders, own New South. How how was it like to put that together, kind of like behind the scenes? Because I know you've worked with GCW and Brett Lauderdale in the past, yeah. but like how's that relationship and how's that all work to put all this kind of stuff together? Uh, very good so far, man. Um, you know, coming into it, I've only, you know, known of Brett Lauderdale, never met him in person. So I'm always kind of skeptical of people when I meet him. Um, but uh, he's a super cool guy, man. Uh, very professional about how he runs stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it's the Versus show was great. Um, like being in Florence at that brewery uh, draws a lot of people there with GCW in town, especially more. So um, yeah, it's just a good working environment with them, man. And was there any feedback from from Brett uh, to put, potentially do some more demo? I know these shows were on Fight TV as well. Um, is that a possibility at all? Uh, yeah, I know there are plans to come back. I'm not sure exactly when that is. I don't know if it's at the tail end of the year or possibly, again, January, February. But uh, they definitely plan on coming back, and uh, hopefully we get another Versus show. Um, I'm not sure yet, but I'm assuming. So who knows? I was curious about something. We're kind of going to go all over the place with this interview, but um, I was curious. So I'm always interested in looking at people's cage match website, the website cage match and seeing like the history and the matches and all that stuff. And it's not always accurate Um, on your, I I was, I was curious yours. There's a gap from like 2006 to like 2018 yeah. Is that accurate? And if so, no, like, okay. I was, I, was, I was like, I was like, I was like, I feel like I've been watching you yeah. for. Unless they got like my backyard career or something, I don't think it's like on there. Yeah, I was so confused when I was reading through that. I was like, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I so I'll be going to email them, but I'm a procrastinator, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. How, how's um how's how's how did like I guess New South and all everything come together for you behind the scenes there with Dump and that whole team there? Uh yeah, we basically started it and let's see, this is going on year eight. This is our eight year anniversary coming up in August. Um, basically, you know, I've known Dump since I was doing backyard wrestling at the age of like 18, 17, 18, You know, young kid. Um, I met him. He was working around local shows in the area and stuff like that. And then uh, I moved to California, did music and all kinds of stuff like that. And when I eventually came back, um, 
I just kind of like started going some local shows, man, and they they're not good at all. And it's just like kind of one of those things, like, hey, man, let's go check out the show and go watch it, and, you know, have fun. But uh, I was sitting there thinking, like, man, you know, we should, you know, try to start something, man. At least, you know, I think we can do it better than this. At least, you know, let's just start to do one show. So we uh, for probably about nine months, man, we just planned and saved up money and just tried to figure out, you know, the best way to go about doing it. And uh, yeah, we started that one show, man. And I think it was like three, maybe like over 300 people. And uh, from then on out, man, it was every three months. And then eventually to every month to now, it seems like every damn week almost. So it's like, it's constant stuff. So it's gone successful. We've definitely had ups and downs like anybody, but uh, it's going good. I know. Um, like, like putting that company together and like deciding on who, like what talent and stuff is going to be involved and like, who's going to be like regular talent as well. Right. And all those kind of decisions. Um, like how far back do you and like Cabana man, Dan go for instance, cause I know he has been around for a very long time as well. And I, from the same, that same area, like how have you known some of these guys? Like, I mean, I know you said new South's been eight years now, but like we're talking, you know, maybe 15 years plus with like some of these guys, it sounds like. Oh yeah. When I was in like, in high school going to these local shows man i'd see cmd because we're, we're the same age so uh whenever he was starting i was just you know going to watch the shows and a lot of the local guys you know have been wrestling here for a long time you know on and off so yeah i've had a relationship with uh a lot of the guys for a good bit when it comes to uh the backyard wrestling i'm always very curious about this so how did that come about and like what kind of backyard wrestling was it was it okay, like so, the very the very extreme kind of stuff or just like hey let's play around yeah, with friends and know, like, so i got into it like sixth grade man like me and my buddy started trampoline you know that's how everybody starts it's like hey let's yeah. go on the trampoline and do it and then we'd build like a makeshift ropes out of some stuff and uh but eventually like when we got to high school you know when we grew up and stuff like that we we're like man we gotta ditch the trampoline like we're you know we're ecw marks and stuff like that so we're like man we gotta start doing more man so like we started doing stuff on the ground and then it's like you know each year it's just like oh that, you know that's not anything so we like weapons and light bulbs and thumbtacks and fire and the you know the the viral backyard wrestling videos from back in the day we we're like man we got to get our stuff on there so like the mindset was like the crazier the fucking better you know so <laughs> that was funny yeah, that, was, that was that was a goal was a goal to get back of getting on like lime wire and like kazaa back there and like, like, that, like that kind of stuff Dude, that was post man like that was a little yeah. bit after that i was yeah true but, uh, wow it was it was definitely some stupid stuff i've done but yeah, it was fun <laughs> I was about to say, so what What was, if you can recall, like the, the dumbest thing you think you did back then? Oh, man, I've broken my arm. I've gotten my arm sliced open and fat pouring out of it from light bulbs and barbed wire just being thrown on barbed wire, like real barbed wire just going to buy some. And like, it, I don't even know what kind of light bulbs they were. We were just buying just, hey, this is cute. Let's, let's break it over someone's head and bleed everywhere. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> and stuff like that. So it was crazy. Like, there's no way I do some of that stuff now, like, as I'm an older man. But like, yeah, it was crazy stuff, man. <laughs> Dude, that was my next question. Because like, you know, when I think of the locksmith, Brandon Williams, I think of a technical grappler, you know what I mean? Like, do you, but it, I was, my next question was like, do you have any interest in like dipping your toes back into the deathmatch scene? But it sounds like maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe not to the extent of like crazy light bulbs and glass and stuff like that. Cause after this ac- accident I had, I had to go to the emergency room and get stitches and like, it was close to like sitting on my artery vein. It was like, man, okay, I'm never doing those light bulbs again. <laughs> like I'm going to stay away from that. But like I've done thumbtacks and stuff recently. And like it, I love technical wrestling. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah, maybe some stuff I've been wanting to possibly do like the ICW stuff, man, like the pit that yeah. really intrigues me of how they kind of mix it's like cage fighting where you can do technical, but you can also, you know, do some hardcore stuff. So. And they, they, they'll like vary it match by match too. Like some of them yeah. will have like all the crazy weapons. Some will be like kind of no weapons, a little mixture, everything. So no, I, I think you'd be great. Those ICW NHB shows. And, and sometimes it's in like, in like a cage. Sometimes it's out yeah. like on the beach in the exactly. sand. Like. Yeah. I saw uh, Garcia and Brett Ison down in uh, Tampa. Yes. And that was, I went to a live show. I, you know, I had heard a little bit about, um, about them and I showed up and it was like, man, this is cool. The crowd was crazy. The vibe in the match. I was like, man, I could mix some stuff up and, you know, have a little, little cool vibe there. <laughs> Jensen, I know you're, you're a, a Brett Eisen guy and mm-hmm. uh, something, something like that. I don't know. Is he still competing? Is he still Brett. doing stuff? He He's, he's on yeah, I never know with him to be honest. Like, I, I find out I get I get basically updates through Moe's because that whole KOBK crew is pretty tight, you know. But like Brett, Brett like kind of comes and goes at this point. But he was going hard for like the Southeast for a while, like especially Southern Underground Pro, and then of course that always is going to bleed in like SCI and action and like that whole kind of ecosphere there. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I uh. I remember that Daniel Garcia and Brad Ison match, by the way. Like that, that was a great match. I see yeah. NHB. That that may that may have even been like was that like a was that like a WrestleMania weekend like collective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what got you uh, into wrestling, then, Brandon? I mean, it seems like you're starting sixth grade, so it had to be well, way back when. But like, what what kind of caught your attention first off in wrestling? Uh, well, first off, it was like the figures in the video games because I was spending the night at a buddy's house and uh, 
he just had the figures in video games. So, you know, obviously it piqued my interest. And because before then I'd kind of just put off wrestling. Like I just didn't even pay attention to it. I just heard people and kind of thought, kind of thought it was silly. And then I started watching it. And I was like, man, this is really cool. And like, it was kind of like, man, do I really like this? I'm like, yeah, I actually really like this. And then it turned into an obsession. <laughs> and then, But uh, yeah, I just love as far as like getting into wrestling myself, uh, just doing some like just physical combat and doing jujitsu and stuff like that. So um, I just love doing stuff like that. Just like wrestling period, like legit wrestling. So who were some of your favorite wrestlers when you like became a fan? Shawn Michaels was like the go-to guy when I started young and then like high school, obviously like Jeff Hardy and RVD and like, like I was going back to the ECW stuff, loved ECW guys. So, See, I would have I would have guessed like ECW Kurt Angle when I think of you. Oh, it would have yeah. been like an inspiration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love, I mean that as a compliment, by the way. Love Kurt Angle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, what's um? You know, I was gonna ask you too, just well, as I think about you, think Kurt Angle wearing the uh, the singlet. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, who? Uh, I guess. Uh, what am I trying to ask here? Like, I know there's there's a lot of space on a singlet so like the design and stuff i think is, is cool what you like the way that you've been putting your singlets together what's the decision on like wearing the singlet because obviously that goes along with like amateur wrestling and, and catch writing and that kind of stuff and then who designs the you know your singlets um who makes my singlets is break night creative uh they make some good gear and uh i've had a, du- a couple of different people make my gear designs juan ortiz over at uh, of the dead designs i know he's done a bunch of stuff for aw and stuff um he did one of my friend's band's art cover uh, out in California. So I just, uh, I hit him up because I loved his artwork. And uh, he designed up all that stuff and uh, sent it over to the merch people. And uh, yeah, professional dude. Definitely check him out if you have it. I'm going to switch away from, from wrestling for a second because you, yeah. you mentioned this a couple of times, going to California with yeah. the band. To, tell me about tell me about this. Like, how what, what was this band? <laughs> uh i'm into like hardcore music man like terror hate breed type of hardcore stuff so i booked a bunch of shows out of high school um like i think white chapel played their first alabama show with me um bands from like my children my bride maylene to all the nashville hardcore bands um i did that for a long while after high school and then moving to california i was uh wanted to play in a band so i was just like i'm gonna find a band and see if they'll let me do some merch for them, you know, hit the road with them. And so that's what I did, man. I just met some bands, <laughs> made some friends. And I was like, let's hit the road. I'm in California. Let's live it up. I can work at Chili's and, you know, <laughs> hit the van and ride on the floor and stuff like that. So <laughs> what yeah. was, what was that life? What was that life like? Because I imagine like trying to make a break as a musician, it's, yeah maybe a little similar to trying to make a break as a wrestler. So like, are there some similarity similarities there? So parallel of like, even your tier of like bottom bands to the top of, you know, that are making the money and getting booked across the country. It's kind of the same, you know, parallel stuff there. And uh, it's definitely another hustle business, man. Like those bands make merch, their money off their merch, almost similar to, you know, independent wrestlers. So, it's gotten better over the years with like streaming and stuff like that. There's a little bit more ways to hustle money, but uh, yeah, it's definitely similar for sure. <laughs> Sleeping on Any, the floor. 
I would say, yeah, sleeping on the floor. Imagine sleeping in. Many times, right? <laughs> yeah, having having the the side hustles of, of I uh, seems like yeah. everybody works at a, at a restaurant in California as they all try to make it in the entertainment business. Yeah. That's the that's the bit, right? Uh, <laughs> you gotta live in your car at least once, you know. Yeah, yeah. Any any good like uh, I guess sort of like other other band stories. I we we talked a little bit uh, off air, and I know you don't partake in in like drinking, but like yeah. any any good like road stories or trashing a hotel story as, um, as a member of the band. <laughs> one of my crazy stories living in California. I just hopped in the van and they said we're going to a show, and it was a house show out. I don't know two hours away from wherever I was. I was just whatever. We're getting in the car, so um, I get there. And I, I'm I'm an avid smoker. I don't know if I can say that on here, but I smoke. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm in California in Rome. So I haven't <laughs> smoked in days. So I'm like, man, I need some smoke. And this girl comes up with two cookies and was like, you should probably only eat one of these cookies, man. And I'm like, nah, man, I smoked. Like, this ain't going to be nothing. <laughs> I have nothing edible at this point. And I ate two of those edibles. And it was a Power Trip house show. And Power Trip's one of my favorite bands now. You know, rest in peace, Riley. But uh, yeah, first time seeing them live in a small shed with about 30 people. And um, it was like another planet, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I couldn't even go to the work the next day because I was so blitzed. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely take those with coffee, I guess. <laughs> Oh yeah, even even if like you you are an avid smoker, you do an edible, oh, and you did two 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 yeah. That's too funny. I saw a tweet the other day about something really similar where like someone mentioned that they took edibles and like it was like their first time taking them and they think they took too much and they explained like what they had taken and like the top comment underneath it was like, "Bro, go outside, grab the grass in your front yard and just hold on." <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man uh jensen sorry i i know i got off track there with the with the oh, no, band questions sure. but do you want to circle back to to some wrestling i'm i'm just very yeah. curious about the, the planning of planning a band like that that's very interesting yeah definitely a lot of parallels there that i hadn't really thought about but it makes total sense yeah. especially with the merch and the travel and the the grinding and the side jobs and all that it totally makes sense yeah. Um, I mean, do you do, sorry again? Uh, do you still play? Like, do you still play an instrument and uh, like try playing? I play guitar. I haven't played as much lately because I'm always busy with wrestling. But uh, right before I started training wrestling, about five years ago, I started training. I was in a band and we kind of you know played a few years and just you know it was is what it is. We just kind of quit and that's when I started training. But uh, yeah, we put out a couple of you know small EPs, blah blah blah. But yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Nothing big, obviously. <laughs> that's cool, though. Yeah, that's still awesome. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, I guess like with wrestling with New South, some other questions I had mm-hmm. about some of the younger talent that that you guys uh, have pretty often, guys mm-hmm. like uh, you know Hunter Drake and Tyler Franks and those kind of guys. Was it like seeing uh, kind of their ride? Like a guy like Hunter Drake, for instance, who I feel like just the other day I was watching him as you know, the Talladega Knights and. Sure. You know, now he's like popping up everywhere and killing it, doing, you know, Spanish flies off balconies and stuff. Right, right. So, yeah. How, what's it like seeing like these younger kids like really come up through New South and now they're really blowing up, you know, kind of everywhere? No, it's very awesome because I met those guys. Um, we almost started training around the same time. Um, and, you know, they were young kids then doing doing the stuff I was doing. I was doing backyard wrestling. 
So they'd send me like videos of them on the trampoline and stuff like that. So like seeing them like actually go to training and, you know, half the people that start training don't, you know, continue to show up. So, um, but yeah, seeing them being able to do that and then get to the point where they are now. I mean, it's insane, man. Cause I, you know, I didn't think it would happen, but uh, you know, they put in the work and you know, it goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. And then also someone I wanted to ask you about, um, like obviously be Kenzie page, your champion in New South currently. Uh, what's it like having her holding that, that gigantic. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Antic title belt. And, um, and, uh, I mean, she's, she's just obviously ultra talented and has a lot of exposure, a lot of eyes on her right now and, uh, doing great stuff. And she had a, that, that death match that those, those girls had at the end of, uh, that last GCW show at New South was, uh, was violent, but very exciting. Yeah. One of my best matches is with Kenzie Page. I know a lot of people are skeptical on like intergender wrestling and stuff like that, but man, she can go like seriously she is really awesome at like everything from the wrestling part to understanding it to promos to she gets it and at such a young age like you know she's gonna go somewhere she knows she's gonna you know get paid a lot of money one day so it's nice to have her around now while we can you know <laughs> yeah for sure another guy who i'll put him over on this show because he's probably watching right now um a guy who I got to, I, it was good to see him get some shine this weekend too in the ring, uh, you know, because in GCW, I'll lay the, the groundwork a little bit for this. In GCW, you always see MLJ in the ring calling out calling out the entrances, doing his thing. But when GCW and New South are together, you also get to see Carmen Michael get some yeah. shine. And Carmen's a friend of the show. Um, what's it like in seeing his progression? Because he, and I, I don't mean this, you know, I mean this as, as, a, as a massive compliment. He's a guy who I've seen, just like the wrestlers, improve drastically over time. Dude, Carmen is a hustler, man. That dude <laughs> works his ass off. Like, if you need something done, Carmen will do it, man. Like, that dude is is the man. And I've, I've known Carmen for quite a bit, too, going back from the band days. Um, and when he was sitting in the crowd, man, and I came up to him, and I'm like, man, you should do something with wrestling. Like, you're, you're a smart guy. You know what you're doing. Like, we need more smart people in our crew not just people worried about the wrestling part like they're like there's so much more <laughs> that goes into it that you have a great mind for and so thankfully you know he came aboard and uh man he's hit home runs ever since man great attitude everything yeah so i love you carmen if you are watching <laughs> he he does i mean i think he watches a good chunk of our yeah. shows he he likes us a little bit yeah. right jensen he's very nice especially if new south is involved he'll i'm sure yeah he can at the very least but no he's a yeah, very very nice guy yeah. I've, you know I, i've known him a bit like through twitter for quite a while but i i actually met him at gcw when they were in atlanta most recently cool. at center stage and that was when we met in person um yeah same kind of thing just super nice and then we have you know we interviewed him here recently as well great great interview um and a guy who like as you just said and he's a, he's a real and this is kind of a stamp of approval it's cool hearing from you being essentially his boss at new south hearing you say this because he is a guy who's a really um good example of just like you said being like versatile and he said he he'll he started in like like 
helping with like audio and lighting. And then it's like, next thing you know, you need a little help with this, a little help with that. And now you're like fully involved in like an actual, like important aspect or important, you know, kind of cog in the whole machine uh, for what they do. So really yeah, he's, cool. He's a Swiss army knife, man. And that's, that's very, very valuable, valuable to have in running wrestling shows, man. How how it now? So I'll I'll ask if if um if Carmen Michael's a Swiss Army knife, what is Jump Sanders? He is the he can talk the troops up, man. He can make you run through a brick wall, and he knows how to talk to people. He knows how to get people in the building, and he's very smart with like wrestling stories. You know, everything's not going to be a hit, but when it is a hit, it is. So um, yeah, you got to give credit where credit is due for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you has have the two of you guys been working together for all eight years of this? Correct. Okay, awesome. Wow, that's a that's a long yeah. relationship right there. Yeah. I've known him <laughs> for about twenty over twenty years, probably. Man, that's wild. What happens if you guys disagree? How do you settle that? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm really easygoing, man. That's the thing. Like, if there's some stuff that I'll disagree with, but for the most part, I, I have faith in him running, you know, booking side and other stuff. And, you know, I'm handling my business, trying to, you know, promote, find more venues, maybe not some of the glamorous, glamorous work, you know, but yeah. Well, you know, obviously you spend a lot of your time trying to help New South and help other people, but like, what do you have as far as like your own personal goals and stuff you want to accomplish in like the near future, like the immediate future for yourself and for New South, I guess as well. But, and then also in the future, like kind of what, what do you, what, what do you want to accomplish in wrestling? Uh, as far as New South goes, it's just growing the company. Uh, I'd like to get on, on another streaming service um, and just getting more people in the building. I'm sure that's what every promotion wants to do. But uh, as far as me personally, I would like to, I would like to travel back to the West Coast and wrestle over there. Since I used to live over there, that's like one of my bucket list. Um, and just try to get more bookings, man. You know, it's, it's it's part of the game. I'd love to get maybe a dark match on TV, but I'm you know, I'm trying to start small, building blocks. You know, and maybe hey, one, who knows? You know, throw it out there. I'm throw doing it out there, the club, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's legit. So. Is there is there any promotion that the independent promotion or you know dark match of yeah. that where you could, could kind of see yourself like this is where I, I want to have a match at? Uh, Limitless Rules. I've been up there to help out uh, with a show uh, a few months ago, and that's a great great vibe over there. Uh, West Coast Pro, they're killing it. Uh, Prestige over there. I had met William traveling in the band, which is a small world. So. Uh, those are definitely like one of the top three uh black label would be great um i just love top tier shows obviously everybody wants to work them i've worked everything all in between but uh yeah those shows they seem like they offer a very good product for sure yeah all great companies i love to see you work in all those places um i you mentioned this and you i definitely don't need like like to name names or like really give really any other, any information you don't want to. I'm just curious because it's pretty rare. We, we do talk to quite a few promoters on this show. Um, but like, this is a really interesting time in independent wrestling because of the streaming and, yeah. and, you know, for quite a while it was kind of, everything was on IWTV and now it's branched out IWTV fight, fight plus and, and right. high spots and, and so many, so many different places, YouTube and, twitch and there's so many options um what what's it been like i guess from your perspective of like 
has this whole thing been like a pain in the ass, like trying to deal with, or is it something that's like exciting and like, you know, I, 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 cause I feel like it'd be stressful having to constantly tell people where to find your product, but at the same time you need to get the best value out of like what your product is. No. Yeah, for sure. Um, I enjoyed the, our time with IWTV, man. I like the guys behind it. Um, they helped us tremendously starting out. Um, especially when we were putting out weekly episodes, you know, they gave us a time slot to do that. And it seemed like it got pretty good traction with the uh, online clash. Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. So, uh, loved IWTV, uh, pro wrestling TV on the other hand was not great. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was just a bunch of empty promises. Maybe they had good intentions. I liked a couple of the guys behind the scenes, but ultimately it was not a good decision. <laughs> uh so right now we're on youtube which is you know it's fine um i don't know that i don't know it's youtube i'm not that you know bashing youtube but uh i would definitely like to be on a more maybe a wrestling platform or more you know something like fight tv or who knows sure well i appreciate i I appreciate just like any answer on that man because you don't i definitely don't no 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 i honestly because i because i I know it's got to be i know it's got to be it's yeah i got you that's the best way i can put it without me for sure <laughs> you know I, I got you i got you but for what it's worth as a fan i'll just throw this out there as a fan i love when shows are on youtube because it's free and i know exactly <laughs> yeah, where to no, find yeah, it yeah i agree <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. no I, I got you for sure sorry anyway, Jerry, i don't know if it's the best option yeah well yeah of course and that's the other thing too i'm the kind of guy who like i want to support the the promotion yeah. so like you know i'm totally cool with paying the subscription price i'm totally cool with buying merch and all that kind of yeah. stuff it's yeah. got to tell me where the where it's at you know what i mean and, and preferably like don't i, I probably won't have to keep asking i just want to know where it's at so i know you're running a show I just go to that platform and go turn it on but at the same time i like i said i understand you got to do what's best for the for you and the company for sure yeah it's a dual-edged sword, man. Like it really is. Yeah. Well, I hope the these shows this past weekend with GCW did well, and you know, Fight TV is always looking for for different stuff. I know when IWS ran a show with GCW earlier this year, that kind of led to we had Shane Hawk um, on, on a different show, and he said like, "Yeah, that did well." And then Fight TV wanted to put IWS on their platform, so hopefully the like that partnership helps lead yeah. to a bigger partnership with things i'll we'll throw that out there and hopefully speak that into existence uh with things um you mentioned booking venues i know we've wrestled for for a while i now that i know you've played uh played in a band and played gigs what is the strangest place you've ever wrestled in or play played a band gig in? because i imagine some of those places were a little oh what, what have i got myself into here <laughs> yeah the band gigs probably a little bit more weird i wouldn't say weird <laughs> We played at some frat house in in Auburn, I think, and we're a hardcore band, and I don't even know why we played, you know, down there <laughs> people. But it was just a weird environment. Um, yeah, college sounds weird anyway. But um, as far as wrestling goes, man, maybe the arena, I guess. You know, as far as like crazy places I've been, Jeffersonville, Indiana is kind of crazy itself. But uh, I mean, not too much crazy stuff. There's a lot of, you know, local Alabama shows that run in some sketchy parts of town, backwoods, Alabama stuff. So I guess you could add that. I guess, yeah. I can only imagine. Uh, <laughs> like in that area. I can only I imagine. Can. That's the thing. That is that crazy, man. Yeah. 
I think we said the same thing to Hunter Drake. I think he was kind of saying the same thing where he was starting. He's like, I'm just showing up to these places. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, I don't know if uh, – I don't think we've asked this yet. I was curious. What, what's your favorite match as a fan? And, like, what's your favorite match that you've actually had as a wrestler? Oh, man, as a fan. Um, I don't know if I can pinpoint a match. I liked a lot of the RVD-Jerry Lynn feud back yeah. then. Uh, super athletic stuff. I love the Mike Awesome and Spike Dudley. I was a big yeah. Spike Dudley guy because I was a small guy back then. So like, I was like, "That's my boy," you know what I mean? And like, dude, see him yes. like throw that man like a rag doll. Like, and I I went to actually uh, Guiltiest Charge 2000 in Birmingham, and uh, I was looking at the third row, man. And like seeing like I have Spike Dudley's blood on my shoe, and I'm going to school the next day. Like, oh, I'm saving this shoe <laughs> for my whole life, and like. <laughs> That's so funny. crazy, man. Like it's the intensity and like, man, I don't even know if it matches. I'm, maybe my eighth grade brain just made it seem like the intensity was crazy, but man, those mm-hmm. dudes went hard. Dude. Like, yeah, no, that stuff still holds up, man. I actually, yeah. I, I actually just watched, there's some great uh, Twitter accounts that will occasionally put up, you know, like highlights of matches and you pretty much see the whole thing kind of move for move. Yeah. And um, I remember watching those Spike Dudley and Mike Austin matches as they happened when I was a kid as well. And then I rewatched some of the stuff recently and I was like, man, Spike is so underrated for like what he was doing yeah. in these matches for these guys. Like you said, you, you got his blood on him. But for people who might not understand, Spike was probably thrown into the crowd in that match. Oh, yeah. Right. Like he was thrown from the ring into the Literally, crowd. The crowd. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's funny that you mentioned getting Spike's blood on your shoes because I completely random just full full uh, small world type thing i actually wound up getting marco's stunts blood on my shoes at some one time uh yeah actually again in a match against cabana man dan believe right, it, was a, it, was a, it was a tag team well sorry he was teaming with cabana man dan was that the bell it was yeah. it was it was that one yep um the bif versus um they might be giants match before the match i'll pull the curtain back a little bit more so there's like a stage at, at the basement east there yeah. and um, before the match started, I was standing, I was just kind of standing up against the stage and Marco walked up and he was like, Hey, if you see me, like come this way, just like get out of the way. I was like, okay. Like there's like a couple people around me. I was like, I don't know what's about to happen in this match. And I see Marco take a piece of tape and a blade and put it like right behind where I was standing. And I was like, what's about to happen? Because like <laughs> people weren't blading and stuff up to this point. Like there'd been no death matches. The closest thing was, uh, Righteous Jesse and Bright Ison had like a, like a heated match where they used a fork, you know. But like that was pretty much it in a stapler. But like, so anyway, long story short, before I know it, Marco's where I'm at. Marco's gushing. He's my I'm wearing sandals and like his blood or his blood's on my feet. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. But it's so funny that I bring that match up every single time it gets brought up. The first thing out of everyone's mouth is that was the one with the bell shot, right? <laughs> we we asked kevin koo about that or J- yeah. jensen asked about it because this is yeah. you know lore in the the southeast scene so uh mm-hmm. yes Ke- kevin koo explained what what went down with that bell shot but that is hilarious it's like the the bell shot match brandon yeah. knew it right off the top he's like yeah that's, that's the match guy, man like see i don't know if you've ever, i'm sure you've met cabana man dan quite a few times nice <laughs> i love the dude man yeah. Yeah, poor CMD. <laughs> that was brutal. That was brutal. Like, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I miss the basement east. I, it, it's too bad. Uh, Q was telling us that 
Sup is having a hard time locking down venues right now because I guess like Live Nation owns right. a lot of the places that they would be running and you know right. I know that you can you can sympathize as a promoter like when that kind of stuff you know you got to find venues that's that's a bummer yeah it's a big headache <laughs> so when you find a good venue take care of it for sure will, will you be in uh Atlanta or like Chattanooga anytime soon um I'm taking the Let's see, when am I going to be in Atlanta or Chattanooga? What is today? Why? The Timothy Thatcher seminar is next in Chattanooga, I think. SCI weekend, I think I'll be up yeah. there for that. I was going to ask if you'll be up for SCI. I'm yeah. hoping to get up there for at least part of that. Like, that's a yeah. great, um, for people who who may not know, or you're anywhere like near Chattanooga, I highly recommend checking those out. And that's like a, just like a charity thing, too, that they do uh, for that. And that, that's, that's like my favorite tournament every year. So that's, yeah, that's SCI fun. weekend's fun. SCI prom. Don't know if I'll do that again. I remember there was one year Nick Gage was at SCI and he went to SCI prom afterwards. And for people who don't know, SCI prom is basically just like, it's like a weird karaoke, like kind of <laughs> celebration. Like it's, it's very hard to explain, but now I remember Nick Gage standing around at this thing and like tweeting through it. He was like, what the hell is going on in this place? Like, where am I right now? Um, but yeah, fun, fun times. No, Chattanooga. <laughs> Hey, Nick Gage is awesome, man. Like meeting him at the GCW shows, man. Like that's another guy I'd only heard of, seen on TV, blah blah blah. But man, nicest guy you'll ever meet, and like talks to you, and doesn't just like talk to you by passing by. He'll like actually talk to you, and it seems like he means it. I think he means it. But uh, yeah, good dude, man. Is is he someone you'd want to wrestle? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> if I get back to my backyard days, then I'll break that back out and wrestle Nick Gage. So, so I was gonna say when you mentioned you did backyard wrestling and now you're you're more of a, of a technical guy and yeah. everything. Nick Gage is actually like he king of the death match and everything. Right. He's like a big Bret Hart fan and like loves the technical yeah. wrestling <laughs> stuff. So you can do like a two match series. You can do a technical wrestling match and then you can go into his environment and do like a death match. It'll be a submissions match and then I have to do the death match for the fucking payout, man. You there we go. There we go. See, I just booked this. Somebody That's give it. me a fee and somebody book this. Right. Call Brett right now. We're going to make money. That's right. <laughs> Oh, one other guy I wanted to ask you about real quick as we kind of wrap up who's doing uh he's, he's done great work in New South all, and he's you know doing great work all over the place is Adam Priest. Um oh, yeah. can you just uh kind of speak to to Priest a little bit? I mean, I even see him here at Battle Slam. He's become a legend at Battle Slam here in Atlanta, man. So like he uh yeah, what's what's it like kind of working, you know, I know you've wrestled the guy and you know you 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 uh yeah, any just thoughts on Adam Priest cuz he's really blowing up and he ought to wrestle uh Blake Christian the night before you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I wrestled. How about wrestled Adam once, and I think that was like my sixteenth match ever. Uh, wow. Back because I've only wrestled over probably about one hundred and thirty matches, maybe. Um, but yeah, Adam's got a motor. That dude can go. Um, and I've seen him uh, for like the past five or six years. You know, wrestling the local shows to getting to where the level he is at now, and that's just through consistent work and hard work. And that dude gets it. 100 percent he, he'll be signed one day too i, I really do think so man. and probably hopefully soon you know yeah i killed agree it at GCW, man sorry what's that he killed it at gcw him and blake christian great man absolutely i love the psychology in that too where he like yeah. hit him with that ddt before the bell and i was and, yeah. Yeah. and like and he had him with that that pile drive went up for that alabama jam yeah. and i was like oh my god he's gonna get him and that's um, the thing it's, it's so smart with psychology man just like coming up with stuff like that to do it's just like 
man, I wish I would have thought of that. Execute <laughs> it so well, you know what I mean? Well, and I mean, I love when guys like, I mean, well, anyone, like, I mean, like Derek Neal, another good example, like guys who can just like get over like basic stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, like a DDT, like Adam Priest hits a DDT, I expect a, I expect a, a three count, but like your average guy hits a DDT, it's just kind of like another move, a transition, move, you know, and, and I just think it's really cool when guys like that can like just get the basics over like that. Exactly. Like he doesn't have to do a bunch of crazy, you know, spots to get over. He's naturally just a great wrestler, man. And, that's and then, when he, and then yeah. when he does it, it's wild. Like every now right. and then he'll like jump off the top through a table with a leg right. or something. And you're like, you just, it's like, you see it once a year and you're like, wow, this is crazy. You know? So exactly. yeah. Love that dude, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brandon, last one for you before, before we let you go. Uh, the coolest thing in your room. I hinted to, at this to you yeah. off air because you mentioned that I, these are your words, the nerd cave. That the you nerd cave. Yeah, this yeah. Is like, you, got a, you got a Nexus pillow over there. Is it the Nexus pillow? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a Nexus pillow. <laughs> that's a, that's a, I got the, the rock uh, Afghan throw over there. Um, this is basically like just everything from my childhood. I don't like to throw away stuff. I'm weird like that. So I keep everything. <laughs> so uh, somewhere in this room, because I'm not organized whatsoever, um, is the t-shirt from guilty as charged 2000 from uh just incredible his actually shirt he wore to the ring he threw it out there i asked the security guard after the show i said hey man i gotta get that t-shirt man like he's like this sweaty pile of you know t-shirt he's like well there you go man because i don't want it <laughs> so like i saved that thing from the age of i guess 14 and it's somewhere i had it hanging up at one point but uh yeah the impact players man lance storm don marie just incredible that's like my prized possession and like the shirt you know what i mean so absolutely love that that's awesome if you find it uh take a picture of it and tag no, us on, on twitter and and we'll we'll make sure to to show it off as well sure. um because that'd be that'd be tremendous uh yeah. brandon thank you thank you so much for joining us i know it was a busy weekend for you and so we really appreciate you taking the time time out to to join us here tonight let everybody know where they can find you at uh, Twitter at hook and stretch. Um, but yeah, I don't have an Instagram. I'm an old head. So I'm sticking to Twitter. Um, book me DMS, text me. It don't matter. Do whatever, man. I'm just trying to get out there and, uh, do it while I can, you know what I mean? So thank you guys for taking the time to talk to me. I know I don't do a lot of podcasts. A lot of people don't want to talk to me. So I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, oh no, we, we appreciate it, man. Yeah, we, there's actually a lot of y'all over there at New South. We we I got kind of on the list of like people I want or that we've talked to recently. So like y'all y'all doing great stuff, a lot of great talent, and I know you're a big part of that. So like you know, really cool to have you on. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Man. Uh, guys, you can check out um, Brandon's information on in the description there. Click that. His his uh, description on Twitter says DM for bookings. So if you are a promoter listening to this, DM for bookings. What are you waiting for? Brandon, again, thank you so much for, for joining us tonight. We really appreciate it. Guys, we'll be right back here on the Spotlight. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.